Welcome to Lotus Village Voices, the official podcast of Lotus House Women's Shelter in Miami, Florida, the largest of its kind in the country. My name is Jackie Roth, and I'm your host. On this show, we explore trauma-informed, innovative solutions that truly break the cycle of homelessness while amplifying the voices of the women, youth, and children we serve. Today's episode is the second in our series on lived experience after a previous episode with Director of Operations, Sharoni De Levante. It's important to us at Lotus House to highlight the value of lived experience because we acknowledge the wisdom and deep understanding it imparts on someone, the type that cannot be taught or trained in a typical academic or professional environment. A reminder that one-third of all our staff at the shelter are alumni of our program, which makes them uniquely capable and compassionate in this often challenging work environment. This time we'll be speaking with Runisha Johnson, alum and director of guest services and mother of two. We've been sitting on this interview for a while and couldn't wait any longer to share it with you. You may recognize the name of one of Renisha's daughters, Zania, throughout the episode, as she was the star interviewer in our special episode with Mayor Daniela Levin-Kava. Definitely, definitely check out their conversation if you haven't already. Just a heads up, the audio on this interview isn't the best, so we do recommend listening with headphones. Without further ado, please welcome into your hearts and ears, Renisha Johnson. So go ahead and tell us your name, your position here, a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Renisha Johnson. I was working for the Lotus House for six years. I left for three years, and now I'm back, um, back as a director of the Lotus House, and I'm also an alumni. So if you feel comfortable with it, um, just tell us a little bit about um, how you became homeless, the circumstances around that. Um, particularly as a woman. My mom passed at the age when I was 13. My dad been in in prison since I was a little girl. He's still there, so my parents wasn't around, so I'm a grandma's baby. Gotcha, gotcha. And so so you were staying with your grandma when you had your baby? Yes, so my grandma, she practically raised me. I grew up with like a bunch of kids in the house, so I'm a grandma's girl. I was like very rebellious, and at the time, my, my grandmother and grandfather we were just not, it was just not clicking, not clashing, and then I had a baby, and you know, they're, they're old, excuse me, sorry, grandma, but they're <laughs> old, and it's just, I just wasn't just, I was just very rebellious, and I live. Yeah. I was like, I don't, at this point, I don't care, you know, if I can go stay here, go stay there, you know. A lot of my family members, I didn't, at that time, I didn't have, like, a family support, because, like I said, I was very rebellious, nobody didn't want to deal with me, so I was like, okay, I got this, I could do it on my own, so my friend... She was like, um, I stay in this unit, but they don't have no lights. I was like, at this point, I don't care. Yeah. Just, I didn't want to sleep at the park with my child. So I'm like, okay, I don't care. So that's how we ended up there. Yeah. Well, so once you got to Lotus House, um, what was what was that experience like? When I first got here, I was kind of scared because, like I said, the Lotus House is my first shelter. Like, I've never been in a shelter. I didn't know what to like what to expect. I didn't know nothing. And then, you know, by, I already had family member working here I was like I didn't want to make her face or her name look bad so I need to come in and do what I gotta do because it's not about me it's about my child so I wanted to do it because I want to do everything that possibly to get us out of the shelter and get us back on our feet so when I first got here um I met with a counselor at the time my counselor was Miss Maylene love her 
um, then they put me in like trauma resolution because mm-hmm. I did figure out, you know, I did have some trauma and I didn't know that I did was trauma. So I learned a lot of little things and like meeting with my counselor every day and her like asking me what I need or how can she help me to be better in society. You know, she was just like very active. Also with like Naya, they helped with everything like schooling because at the time she wasn't in school. She was like three or four she wasn't in school. They gave brand new pampers. Like, I didn't have those things for her, you know? So, it's just, I just love my counselor. Like, we had a great bond. Like, I ain't gonna say my best friend, but like, it was, she, she was my friend, and I know that that was my trusted friend. Right. So, right. that's that's what I liked it about um, staying at the Lotus House. Like, I can go to her, like, for wherever. Yeah. What was it like to kind of confront? your trauma for the first time and like go, um, go through the counseling at Lotus House. Did you have like experience with the counselor prior to your time at Lotus House or what was it like to I never that? I never seen a, a I, I never seen a counselor before. At the time, you know, I was young so I didn't know that I was experiencing trauma until I actually talked to my counselor and she was like, That's that's trauma, you know, that's what you've been through and that's probably what's affecting you to move forward in life because I was very angry like the person I am today I wasn't back then mm-hmm. like when I first came to Lowe's house I was just very angry rebellious I was just angry at the world angry at everybody I was just angry and she kept saying you're angry because you have trauma mm-hmm. I can say that it really made me the most kind-hearted person that I am yeah. today because back then if that wasn't it. Yeah. Once I left the Lotus House, I ended up um, still working at Checkers, but then one day I got a phone call and it was like, hey, can you come meet with Constance and Anna right now? And I'm like, yeah, oh, I did. I'm doing it. You know, you meet with them, you thinking you were in trouble? She was like, um, we would like to offer you a position here at the Lotus House. Would you take it? I said, yes. And then I ended up working for the Lotus House and I was one of the youngest employees of the operation manager here. And um, Ms. Constance announced to the other operation manager that I was going to be hired. And they was, like, so shocked because they was like, girl, she just walk around here. Like, everybody owe us something. Like I said, I was very angry at the time. And then um, as me working here, it made me who I am today. You know, it made me more humble, more mindful, more aware of my actions and other actions. And made me more soft and sensitive to others. You know, because back then I was like, okay, I don't care. Like, I didn't really care, but now I can say that I do care. Right. And then I had to also learn, like, how to rest on a firm ground and emptiness that, like, you know, if someone fussing at me, it's not about me. So, you know, we had a lot of trainers to teach me how to be humble, calm, and, you know, to think not like myself or don't take nothing personal. So I like the trainers. The trainers help a lot. Did you know that you can now add ratings to your favorite shows on Spotify? We want to hear what you think. Rating and reviewing our show helps us reach a wider audience and build a broader coalition to end family homelessness. To do so on your smartphone, pull up the show on Spotify where you'll see a bubble with a star rating below the show title. Tap this bubble and add your own rating. On Apple Podcasts, head to the show page from your smartphone, scroll to the bottom past the episode feed to the ratings and reviews section, and add your own. Follow, rate, and review Lotus Village Voices now wherever you like to listen. So you talked about 
the counseling? Did you say that was the most helpful service for you, or yes. were there other things that were helpful to you? Um, also, the, I can say the counseling and um, finding a job. Delos House is just help all around. Like, you got the counselors, daycare. It's like everyone here is so helpful and stuff like that. So, my time at the Lotus House was like lovely because I tried not to get in no trouble. I tried to make sure I followed the rules, even though I didn't a little bit. Why do you think people maybe aren't successful or why people don't complete the program? Um, like when I became a staff member, I used to tell the women, because when they come in, they be scared, like, this they first shelter or what, what people gonna think. And I tell them, listen, I was you. I used to be very prideful, didn't want to come to the Lotus House, but you have to let Lotus House work you. Don't work Lotus House. That means you have to do everything that the Lotus House telling you to do to help you and your child. So I always tell them, give Lotus House a chance. You have to let Lotus House work you. Don't work Lotus House. Like, don't try to beat the system and all that. So I kind of like just tell them, like, hey, I've been there now. Look, I'm working here. Maybe you can work here too. So I try to share back like what I went through and how I became a staff member here and, you know, let like, you know, let them know, hey, Lotus House does work because look at me. Mm -hmm. So that's what I try mm -hmm. to do. So how do you think um, being an alumni and having gone through the program, how does that help you in your work? Um, being an alumni, I, I like being an alumni because you could come to the Lotus House for anything, like anything that you may need help with. And if they could assist you, they will. Um, like I said earlier, I did leave the company and I did move to um, Jacksonville. But on my way to Jacksonville, like I had my whole life in my car, but my car blew up. Oh my God. So um, my, my car caught fire. I don't know why. I don't know how. Um, it just was very traumatic for me. And I was just like going through depression. And I didn't want to talk to nobody, but somehow Isabella reached out to me. It's like, hey, you want to go for ice cream? I love ice cream. <laughs> I was like, sure. And they gave like my children like clothing, toys. They um also gave counseling to me and my my kids, you know, like to make sure that we was okay. Like it was like if anything I need help with, they're here. Just let me know. I'll just let them know. So that's the good thing about being even while you were step out of Lotus House. Yes, even I was not working at Lotus House, not staying at Lotus House, just just alumni. Just alumni. Um they did help me with everything and I was just like so grateful. Like they went to Walmart and just got all these toys and shoes, panties, and like cause we didn't have anything so I just Isabella just popped up with her whole truck full of things yeah. and I was like, oh my God, I was crying. It was just it was just nice. So that's the good thing I like about being an alumni. Because if you need help, like if you really, really need help, they they will help. So as far as like interacting with guests and doing your job, working with guests at work, how do you think the alumni experience helps you? I think it helps me because I've been in their shoes before. So I totally, totally understand like, you know, what they're going through, how they feel, or how they may feel, or what they're going through. So that's why I always tell them, hey, I've been in your shoes. I used to stay here too. You know, um, we all have a story, and I have one too. What motivates you when you come to work every day? What motivates me? Helping and giving back, like just giving back the the knowledge and experience that I have, giving it to somebody. It, I mean, we have a lot of women here, and if I could just reach or touch one person a day, that that would motivate me. 
So tell us a little bit about your children. Okay. Their names and ages. Okay. So I have um, two girls. One is Anaya. She's 12. She's amazing. And then I have Desiree. She's five. She's amazing as well. And you were talking a little bit about Naya and all of her achievements. Oh, Do you yes. Want to tell the listeners about how much yes. of a star your daughter is. Yes. So um, I call Naya my, my soldier because we've been through homeless together like Naya. We've been through everything together. So I call her my, like, my soldier. She's strong and she's so, so smart. Um, she made she she made the honor roll all all school year. She made the dean list. She she's amazing. And Naya is the one that been through everything with me. So to see you know from us living into the shelter, from us going through what we go through, to see how amazing she is, mm-hmm. that that excites me. She loves reading. Um, she has like a whole book collection of Diary of the Wimpy Kids. Mm-hmm. She has like so many books, um, Harry Potter collection. Like mm-hmm. she'd rather just sit and read and write. So she's amazing. I, and I didn't know that these are things that I like do because back then we didn't have that communication. But now that's like literally my best friend. We talk yeah. about everything. Yeah, she has such a bright future. She is. Such a bright future. So what, what, what do you hope for her future? What are your dreams for Naya? Um... I told her, Naya, whatever she wants to do, do, she wants to go to the um, military to be a travel nurse. And then she said she also wants to um, have her own Lotus House. So she wants to give back and help others. So whatever she do decide to do, I'm just going to back her up. She loves just anything about the Lotus House. My kids, they love it. And that's the thing, like, I call Miss Custis. She's the mother to all the kids. Because, you know, this is a place where, you know, they call home and where they feel free and they don't been through so much so they can finally enjoy their childhood. If you could talk to a younger version of yourself, what would you say? The younger version, I would say, girl, you should have just listened to your grandma because she was so right. You wouldn't be in all the situations or all the um, things that you went through in life. You should have just listened to your grandma. Even though I lost my mom at a young age, my grandma was trying her best to fulfill that spot. So my younger self, I should have just listened. I was just so hard-headed, didn't want to listen, didn't care about nothing. So I tell my younger self, girl, you should have just listened. <laughs> is, your, is your grandma still with us today? Yes, my she grandma, is. she's still here. Is there um, anything you would like to say to her? Um, yes, um, as my time went on and I like started staying at the Lotus House and started working at the Lotus House, my grandma tell me every day, like, I'm so proud of you. I picture you dead or in jail, like with the life that I was going in. She was she tell me every day, like, you know, how proud, how proud she is of me. Even though I make little mistakes, but she just like, thank God it's not the big mistakes that I used to make. I tell her every day, you know, I love her or whatever. She just tell me, you know, how proud she is, and I tell her thank you. So I just continue to try to, you know, make my grandma proud and make my kids proud and also me, because I'm doing it for me so that I can be better for my children. Right. So if you could say anything to the listeners of this podcast, um, whether it's volunteers or donors or people who have never been to Lotus House or just now learning about us, what would you want uh, the takeaway for, from the interview to be? What would you like them to know? I, um, I, I would call myself a survivor. I am a survivor slash alumni of the Lotus House and that the Lotus House have changed me completely, like made me a totally different person in this program. It does, it does work. It does help, and the things that they do here, as far as you know, helping with trauma, that's amazing. Like it, it opened my, 
it opened me up to, to, to know that I, I am the person that God say that I should be today. Because back then I was so hurt and traumatized. But today I'm the person that I should be, that I always know that I could be, and that I can do anything that's possible. So this program does work, you know, thank you donors for donating and volunteers, as you know, we always need them. And for the people that's coming or wants to come here, you know, we welcome you guys with open arms and we're here to help. Thanks so much to Renisha for sharing her time. We hope you enjoyed the interview. Just a few more updates before we sign off. February was a very busy and special month for us for two reasons, first of which is Valentine's Day. While it may seem trivial or superficially romantic to some, it's actually one of our favorite holidays here because it gives us the chance to celebrate love in all its forms. Love for oneself, love for a parent or child, or the love that comes from community. Ultimately, love is at the center of everything we do here. It's the force that connects every single human being and empowers us to heal, move forward, and live more fully. The second reason we love February is for Black History Month. For the second year in a row, we hosted a runway fashion show event featuring traditional African clothing donated by Culture Clothes Boutique in Miami Gardens, bringing in makeup artists and photographers to give our guests the chance to feel glamorous and celebrated. We have a bunch of photos and videos from the event that we'll be posting on our social media, so make sure you're following us at Lotus House Shelter to see the absolute radiance of our models and performers. Big thanks to photographer Melody Timothy, makeup artist Brianna Christina, and DJ Dotson for collaborating with us on this event. Another reminder to rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to help boost our show. We'd love to hear what you think. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share it with a friend. Lastly, as always, the link to our urgent needs wish list on Amazon is in the show notes below. Right now, we particularly need bedding and masks for adults and children. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next month.